Welcome back to another episode of the No Names Podcast. My name is Carlos Cordova, and I'm sitting here with Enrique De Leon and George Gonzalez. Go ahead and say hi, guys. Hey, guys. Hold on, I'm ordering something on this uh, website. What is it called? Way Wayfair. I'm ordering a a drawer. <laughs> You know, Bill, Carlos, got, geez, anytime. I just got, <laughs> <laughs> I just got my Soraya cabinet, and let me tell you, Soraya, that thing I, is that looks pretty interesting. I saw it. Yeah, oh. you know, for forty thousand dollars, it's a pretty decent cabinet. Oh, it must have got on discount. I'm over here at sixty. Grand. I'm, well, I'm doing, I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing monthly installments. I went for the Olivia myself. <laughs> oh man! Uh, okay. I, think it, I, think oh, looks, I think it looks similar to the Soraya, but you know. Yeah, you know what? You know what? Looking at it now, I think they're exactly the same. You could fit like I don't know three people in this drawer right here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, depending on their age. Oh, oh Carlos, disgusting! <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> all right episode 11 is brought to you in part by wayfair oh jeez! god i hope it's not true <laughs> guys i got this awesome sponsorship deal is there an intern here intern look it up make sure we're not please i just hope this thing is not true man <laughs> i'm gonna feel so horrible if you're looking for a cabinet that can entertain any guest, <laughs> Wayfair is the place to go. Uh, <laughs> well, um, welcome back, guys, to the red table. Hey, <laughs> this is a little entanglement oh, I like to call episode geez. 11. Just entangle this with Wayfair, man. What is your oh, problem? Man. He's on one right now. <laughs> well, to be honest, it's just a, a brief entanglement. It's just a brief entanglement. <laughs> uh, this is uh, episode 11, which is uh, after episode 10. Uh, welcome before 12. back. Which FYI. is before 12. FYI. Uh, but if we're going chronologically, it's kind of episode. It's kind of actually episode 10. <laughs> so congratulations, guys, for making it to 10. Episodes, 11 is labeled 11, 11 episodes turned um, up to 11 that, i like that yes this episode 10 is turned up to 11 <laughs> <laughs> i'm still recovering from wayfair man sorry oh <laughs> uh, well um this week uh we're reviewing uh, what i thought was a pretty good movie i don't know if you guys thought the same thing Today's episode, we are reviewing Knives Out, which is now streaming on Amazon Prime, written and directed by Rain Johnson. Uh, but before that, is there uh, any news that we got? Um, no. Well, Star Wars, or uh, excuse me, Empire Strikes Back after 400 years, it's top of the box office. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, well deserving. Yeah, well deserving. I think that's actually my favorite Star Wars movie. I think that that's probably one of the best ones. Yeah, it is. Of course, it is. Yeah, I think so. The Empire comes back, yeah. man. They strike. Yeah, they strike back. How is it leading in the box office? I'm sorry, I didn't catch any wind of that. 
Are people well, going out and watching movies? <laughs> drive-in movies. It's just drive-in theaters. It probably made like $37. <laughs> yeah, probably. So, yeah, it, it didn't make that much. Well, of course, they're not, they're not going to charge the five people in the trunk. I mean, obviously. <laughs> the five people in the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah it's crazy drive-ins are making a comeback i actually i have i have a couple tickets to um go see do the right thing next month oh nice so i'm looking forward to it and this will actually yeah this will be my first drive-in experience so i'm looking forward to that that's awesome i love drive-ins i always love drive-ins my last movie i saw in drive-ins uh believe it or not guys was the movie sliver remember that sliver that was um that wasn't that long ago it wasn't are you sure uh i'm thinking of the one with uh pam from the office was that a remake it, it had to have been a remake because i didn't hear about oh that okay oh uh, yeah that was like early 2000s probably like 2005 i'm talking sharon stone oh yeah william baldwin one of the baldwin brothers came out in 93 carlos what were you doing in 93, Carlos? I was sliding out of my mind. <laughs> I was... <laughs> you slithered out. I was out. slithering <laughs> around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did you show up at the doorstep in a, uh, in a drawer? <laughs> yeah. My oh, mom was order ordering came through. me at Wayfair. The order came through. There was a remake in 2006. Yes. Boo. I'll never be Sharon Stone. Who was in that one? You said it was Pam from The Office? It was Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion, Don Thompson, and Elizabeth Banks. Oof. Along with Give me some Banks. Uh, you know, I was wrong. I don't think I don't think it was Pam. Pam usually. No, I think I just got her mixed up with um Elizabeth Banks. Michael Rooker was in that too. So today's episode, we are reviewing Knives Out. Let's get to it. We would just discuss some possible motives in the family. I suspect that Harlan has told you much unfiltered truth about each of them. And a little bird has told me, how shall I put this delicately? You have a regurgitative reaction to mistruthen. <laughs> Who told you that? Is it true? Uh, yes. Oh. It's something I've had since I was a kid. It's a physical thing that I... Just the thought of lying. Yeah, it, it makes, makes me puke. Really? Is Richard having an affair? Why do men instinctively pull at loose threads on their parachutes? What? Richard. Mm-hmm. An affair? Yeah. A yes or no will do. Mm, no. 
Oh, shit. Oh, 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 dear oh, girl, I'm sorry. I assumed you were speaking figuratively. Knives Out is written and directed by Ryan Johnson. It is a comedy crime drama released in 2019. It was nominated for one Oscar, uh, which was Best Original Screenplay, which uh, did not win, unfortunately. Um, I believe uh, this movie could have got a little bit more than that. Um, this movie stars Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, Anna de Armas, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, Don Johnson, Tony Collette, our man Lakeith Stanfield, Christopher Plummer, Katherine Langford, uh, Frank Oz has a cameo. This is a stacked cast of people. Um, the synopsis of this film is when a renowned crime novelist Harlan Thromby is found dead at his estate just after his 85th birthday, the inquisitive and Dubonor detective Bonnet Blanc. How do you say his name? Is, is it, it's a uh, Benoit. Georgie's- Benoit Blanc. Blanc. Detective Benoit Blanc is mysteriously enlisted to investigate. From Harlan's dysfunctional family to his devoted staff, Blanc sifts through a web of herring and self-serving lies to uncover the truth behind Harlan's untimely death. That uh, is a a pretty good synopsis for the film. Um, Let's start with its story. Um... Enrique, first thoughts on the story, and then we'll we'll elaborate. <laughs> yeah, the story was good. Uh, of course, you know the uh, daddy dies, and everybody wants the money. So, uh, yeah, a lot of twists, a lot of turns, a lot of stories. One thing I liked about it is it shows everybody's uh, version of their uh, what happened that night specifically. So I, I already like I like that part how it shows everybody's angle. Of what they were doing that night and uh, what the motive was for everybody. So uh, a lot of tr- twists and a lot of turns. I liked it a lot. That was really good. Really good story. Yeah, agreed. It's like a um, it's like a good take on like a who done it story. It kind of reminded me of Clue a little, like a like an um, Agatha Christie novel. Yeah, if you guys have you read anything like that. Uh, I haven't, but I know who Agatha Christie is. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it's it's fitting for the movie because the main or one of the main characters uh, is a, a crime mystery novelist. Um, so it, it's fitting that, you know, the investigation into his death is very much like what one of his books must have been like, which is probably what, um, the way he would have wrote it himself, which is kind of funny. Exactly. Yeah. That was really good. Um, George, what did you think? uh yeah i loved it i thought it was great um just it was very it was very layered um i have to I've, i just actually saw it twice uh because i like to see the you know once you know who who done it <laughs> you know you, you watch it again and then you kind of see why they acted the way they acted from the beginning so i kind of i like that part of it but yeah i enjoyed it it a lot Story. yeah um earlier you had said that it was very much like watching the usual suspects for the second time yes you yes understand everyone's motive you understand why they are acting the way they're acting and um 
I think referencing back to one of our previous episodes, this movie has rewatchability. And I do think it is just as enjoyable, if not maybe a little bit more the second time around when you do know the story. Um, Because like George said, you pick up on things that you didn't pick up on um, the first time. Uh, The one thing that I really liked about this movie is that each act is very different. Um, The first act is like a classic whodunit um, story. And then in the second act, it's revealed what actually happened during the death. And uh, one of the characters is trying to cover up this uh, event. And then in the third act, you find out that um, it wasn't really planned or played out the way you thought it it was so um it takes you through a maze of uh different things there's a lot of twists and a lot of turns um another thing that i like too is that like enrique said each character has their own quirk um their own uh view of how the night went and so the story plays out from everyone's perspective and, and it and it makes it fun um but writing Ryan Johnson, um, I don't know how many movies he has written, but the writing in this movie is, is done really well. Everything from just like the way the story unfolds to the dialogue um, and just the character development. This guy just did a really great job. Um, let's see. Ryan Johnson has written um, Looper which is another movie that we've talked about a few times and the recent star Wars trilogy he's had. uh, Oh no, actually this is, he's going to write the new star Wars trilogy. Well, he also had uh, the last one of the last Jedi. He did. He um, wrote and directed. Yeah. The last Jedi, Um, which I actually liked and a lot of people didn't, but that's but we're not going to review that right now. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what? Ad, like all those movies just suck. <laughs> They're just all bad. Uh, as, bad um, as the first, as bad as the Lucas uh, trilogy, the first uh, chronologically, the first one. No, I mean it makes the Lucas trilogy actually, actually look yeah, pretty exactly, good, doesn't it? Anyways, um, nerd alert! So yeah, nerd, uh, alert, nerd alert! Nerd alert! Nerd <laughs> alert! Uh, Rain Johnson, um, very talented guy. And um, we're looking forward to the follow-up to this movie. There will be a sequel. He is talented, though. He's he's like written and directed like all these movies, and you're like, all right, good for him, man. He does good work. Yeah, I gotta admit. Uh, the one thing though that makes this movie really fun is the cast. This movie yes. has a stacked cast of actors, um, and they're like A-list actors. You got some. It was a good cast. I you're right. It is good. Yeah. From Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, uh, Michael Shannon, uh, Lakeith Sanfield, Christopher Plummer, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Lakeith how can I forget? Um, Tony Collette. Lakeith um, Sanfield. All these people have had really good careers in the past couple of years. Um, so it was fun to see them all on the same screen. 
The Keith, the Keith is um, good, though. I admit. We've been watching his movies for the past two, three weeks. He's really good. He's growing on me. It's, that's like the central theme of our podcast. Uh, I think we give Lakeith more love than we give Tom Hanks. Or Paul mm. Thomas Anderson. Sorry, Carlos. <laughs> Paul Thomas Don't Anderson, yeah. <laughs> Talking about that trilogy. I think, uh, think Lakeith is replacing Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks will always be literally hovering over our heads. He's going to make, dude, he's going to be like the, uh, uh, did you know in Seinfeld, just a quick fact, did you know in Seinfeld there's always a reference to Superman? Is that Seinfeld's uh, yeah. favorite favorite? You know, favorite super, superhero. So yeah. there's always a reference somewhere in every episode about Superman. That's how Do we you are think, with Tom um, Hanks. <laughs> yeah. You think Tom Hanks will ever play the Keith Stanfield? I think. I think. <laughs> If anyone could pull off playing Lakeith Stanfield, it would be Tom Hanks. You have to admit. Yeah, I'm sorry. I agree. I agree. I agree. I'd have to agree. Um, we'll talk about Daniel Craig in a second because he's kind of the main character of the film. But um, there are a couple other people that I wanted to point out who just had minor roles that we can kind of go over real quick. Um, Don Johnson plays uh, Richard Drysdale. I'm a really big fan of Don, Don Don Johnson. He, I mean, he, and he's like nothing special, but like every time he does a movie, like I'm in. Like, so you're into I, I don't into, I don't know uh, what C movies. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm into B movies. And, I was gonna say B, but I'm like, mm, yeah, yeah. If he doesn't got tubs next one, uh, I don't know. I can't. It's hard for me to watch. But he's done a lot of stuff uh, recently, um, like Django. He's done uh, The Watchmen on HBO was really good. Um, he did a movie with Vince Vaughn called Brawl and Cell Block 99. Um, Damn, that, that sounds so, like a banger right there. Yeah. Right, George? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting movie. You know what his name was in Brawl? In cell block ninety nine, Warden Tugs. It was, yeah, Warden, it was Tugs. Warden Tugs. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you want a name like Warden Tugs, but whatever. In cell block ninety nine. Uh, talk <laughs> about a B movie. Uh, cell block ninety nine. It's actually filmed like oh, a B movie. Oh man, it's got it's interesting. It's intentional. Um, but yeah. Uh, someone else that I wanted to point out was Tony Collette. Um, Tony Collette. She got my attention from. Little Miss Sunshine and Hereditary. Those were the two movies that um, you know when she, she got really my attention. And I know I'm gonna age myself on this one. She was in a movie, The Sixth Sense. No, she was in a movie with Posey Parker called Clock Watchers, where she plays a. I know it sounds weird. It's an independent movie uh, where she plays this. Um, what do you call those uh, employees that just come in and just help out staffing agencies? Uh, oh, a temp. Temp. There you go. She plays a temp. Her and Parker Posey. Parker Posey is hilarious. Called Clock Watchers. If you ever get a chance, she's really good in that. And that's. Can we just address that she looks very weird? She. She's a very weird looking yeah. woman. What? Sarah Jessica Parker would be besides herself. <laughs> she's very chiseled in the face. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Don't stop. All right. No, I was just gonna say that. She looks very, very weird. <laughs> Is she walking in the doctor's office? No, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> Yeah. 
<laughs> she also was in a movie. I don't know if you've seen. Wow, that was '97. Clock Watchers. Wow. Uh, yeah. She was also in another movie called In Her Shoes. I don't know if you saw that. Her and Cameron Diaz. No. Oh my goodness. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's had a really good career too. She has a lot, her, roles, but, uh, a lot of roles. A lot of. She's really. Uh, she plays like the ugly duckling in that one with um, with Cameron Diaz, and she's like really Accurate. good. She's always been really good. Jeez, George. <laughs> um, yeah, I really like her character in this movie, though. Yeah, in this movie, she's like really good. Yeah, she's very ditzy and like not aware of herself, and um, it, it's funny. There's a scene in the movie where um, she's being interrogated, and she explains that she's actually. Uh, the wife of one of the deceased children of um, of uh, Harlan Thromby. And she's like, yeah, I'm just like, you know, part of the family yeah. and everyone loves me. <laughs> and then it like cuts to her like dancing like obnoxiously <laughs> and everyone's just like super annoyed with her. <laughs> I really like uh, that. And her daughter, she's so special. Uh. Yeah. And her daughter. Um and then come to find out she's just mooching off of uh, Harlan Thrombey, um, which each character has their own issue with with the father, um, which ends up playing out throughout the film. Another character and actor that I wanted to uh, point out was Michael Shannon, who plays Walt Thrombey. Um, Michael, like Shannon, Michael Shannon, anything, yeah, anything he does, I'm, I'm in. Uh, this guy, he's really good at serious roles, and he's really good at comedic roles too. He's really good um, at screaming. He, yes, for this whatever guy has reason. Yeah, he's perfected screaming, man. He's a he's a screamer. That one. I, am, he, I don't know who he is, but and he, he was, was General Zod. He just he, he, was he looks Zod. like one of those. Um, one of those uh, Guy Ritchie's, uh, you know, English, uh, like, uh, yeah, he has that rough face he was, where he's one of the enforcers, you know, like he's. He was General Zod. Thank you, George. General Zod and uh, Man of Steel. And the Man of Steel. Yeah, he, he is one of those faces where, like, if you're out in public and you see him staring at you, you just look the other yeah. way. You don't even he's gonna confront him. One way or another, but. He's going to shank you. In the ribs. Seriously, he looks like He's, one of those English tough yeah. guys. You know, he has a hard face. Yeah. Like you're just like this guy. He just came to fight. And this all. this movie is kind of funny because he um, he's got like a broken leg and he's like stumbling around with a cane. Um, so it's very different than than other roles that he's played. Uh, yeah, this this uh, movie has a great supporting cast of actors. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis just plays Jamie Lee Curtis with a exaggerated haircut and glasses. With some sass. I need sass. I was a little She's always from the get-go sass. with Jamie Lee Curtis, from the, right from the get-go. Because I knew Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis was in this movie, and then I saw PG-13 when it popped up in the screen, and I said, all right, I guess we're not going to see her breast in this movie. Really, really <laughs> disappointed. Yeah, she tries to show her breasts. Was in every trading movie. places reference, if anybody got that. But anyways, uh, I thought that was Freaky Friday with uh, no Lindsay Lohan. They trade the places. She has the wig on, and she takes I, them off. Yeah, she like, does. All I got is this and these. Yeah, da dongs. <laughs> but anyways, I, I, have I, you guys seen the most recent Halloween movie? 
Uh, no. Uh, I did. It was pretty good. Did you like it? I, I, I liked it a lot. I did. Yeah, I did I like it. Was it. Good. The H2O one? <laughs> no, that was, that was at the 20-year anniversary. This is coming up on, like, the 30-year anniversary. This one came out, like, last year. Oh, really? This one is... Yeah. It's oh, like a sequel one. that's... I think it's a sequel to, to the first like one. Two? Like a direct sequel yeah, to the first one. Yeah. To the first one? Not yeah. the second. I thought the second one did was good, too. Because the second one literally starts off when the first one ends. So apparently the second one and every other movie after that never happened. Yeah. They were in, in, in this new version, they claim that those were just rumors. Um, so yeah, that was an interesting way of covering up those when movies. When did H2O come out? Um, am I, am I, well... Uh, early two thousands, probably. Yeah, he's totally you know like right? That's not the one with uh, is Snoop Dogg in that. No, what am I thinking of? <laughs> You're thinking about? Oh, I'm thinking of uh, thinking Leprechaun. Of <laughs> You're talking about Leprechaun. Hey, anybody see a Leprechaun? <laughs> thinking of uh, Tales from the Hood. Tales from the Hood. Oh no, not Tales from the Hood. No, I'm talking about uh, uh, Josh Hartnett over that one. Jeez, he's having a real, a real Halloween story over there. <laughs> uh, and then on? there's Chris Evans. Chris Evans plays um, I wasn't Ransom. Oh man, come on! Well, either way, were you gonna find El Kuja was in it too, man. Come on, you forgot about El Kuja. Come on, all right, I'll drop the mic. I'll drop the mic. I was, you know, I'm waiting for my guy to back me up here from the Bronx. But El Cuje was in H two O too. Joseph Gordon Levitt was yeah, in that Kuj- as well. El Cuje was in H two O, and and he was dropping it back then too, right, George? La- ladies love him. <laughs> <laughs> was he rocking the Kangol hat? Of course he had yeah, the Kangol. Yeah, just looking at the cover of this. He, was he rhyming and designing with your girl in his lap? <laughs> <laughs> God, this is the cover of H two O looks like they just got signed to Death Row Records. <laughs> They're gonna drop a hot mixtape. Oh man! Oh, <laughs> is that LL Cool J oh. or is that Suge no, Knight? No, that's LL Cool J right there, baby. Look at them lips. That's LL Cool J. <laughs> that looks like a mixtape. Delete that, please. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, um, always licking his lips. That was my reference. He's always licking. Another, he's always licking his lips. Yeah, you ever see him? George, help me out here, please. He does. He licks his lips in anything he does. Anything. He's he freaking two words. Doing CSI, CSI, CSI Los Angeles. He's licking his lips at the suspects. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even care. <laughs> uh, sorry, I don't, uh, I don't know why this guy just can't buy chapstick, man, but. <laughs> All the money he makes, open, man. You're opening up a drawer from Wayfair. Listen, just leave it. Just close okay. the drawer. Leave it. Don't buy it. Just okay. Leave okay. It. Kn- it. Knives out. Knives out. Knives out. Yeah, go back. Sorry, Philip. Drop Sorry, the Philip. cabinet from your cart. <laughs> Knives out. Knives out. Knives out. Um, go ahead. Another another actor uh, worth noting is Chris Evans, uh, who plays Ransom Drysdale. Uh, he plays just a douchey. Um, I don't know. What would you call him? He's just a mooch. He just mooches off of his family. And he's just a douchebag. You know what he remind me of? Did you uh, Did you guys see Not Another Teen Movie? 
when he's a <laughs> he's a yeah, jock right? douche. I felt like <laughs> he that had the was, same haircut. Yeah, he had the same haircut. Yeah. The same, you know. the same haircut? I'm sure there was a movie or two where he didn't, but he always had the same haircut. Yeah, and he was always a dude. True. If you ever see a movie called London, I keep I keep doing that. There's a movie with London with him and Jessica Biel. He plays a real life <laughs> douche, like a real douche. Pretty good. You should watch it. But anyways. Uh, yeah, Chris Evans has perfected the douche. And yeah. he's full on. He's like yeah. 110% douche yeah. in this movie. And he knows how to play a jerk. Yeah. Uh, um. Like George was saying, uh, Anna de Arbas plays Marta Cabrera. Uh, she's she's great in this movie. I think she's you know the, the second leading role to Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah, I thought um, she did a great job. And she plays the nurse to Harlan Thrombey, um, who accidentally spoiler alert. She accidentally kills Harlem Thrombey. Well, yes, I take yes. that back. Just... You got to watch the movie, kids. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. There's more to it. Um, I'm not going to spoil any much more than that. It was but, nominated. Uh, something that she does. If you haven't seen it yet, something's wrong with you. It's a good movie. Go ahead. Spoil it. <laughs> so she... <laughs> I just no, feel we like we're all over the place on the <laughs> No, we don't have to spoil. But she's she's great in the movie too. Uh, but let's talk about Daniel Craig because Daniel Craig uh, really uh, takes the cake on this one. Daniel Craig, uh, known for James Bond, and um, what other movies would he be known for? A Road to Perdition was one. Layer Cake is another Lair one. Cake. Layer Cake yeah. was good. Um, Logan Lucky. Recently, Logan Lucky. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, in this movie, he plays a uh, southern gentleman-like detective, and in he has a very suave. Yeah, in Massachusetts, with the name of he has Benoit a very... Blanc. With the name of Benoit Blanc, and his southern draw is just so smooth. This guy's nailed the southern accent. We were talking, uh, Enrique and I were talking about English actors. Uh, perfecting American accents and how they can talk with an American accent better than Americans can. I think Daniel Craig can talk in a Southern accent better than any Southerner out there. And I think this is the second Southern accent he's done because in Logan Lucky, he has a, uh, is that a Southern accent or is it? It's similar, but it's not. Yeah. Did you see Logan Lucky, Enrique? I didn't. I didn't see that. That's a good one. It's, it's a high school. Like, uh, oh, that's West Virginia, right? Yeah, they're in West Virginia. In that one. Yeah, it's a heist movie. It's interesting. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay, well, this is my two cents with this accent. It was so good. The accent was so good. It was pitiful. I couldn't stand it. That whole movie. <laughs> really? I did. I wish there was uh, a button that said delete the accent, and there wasn't. It so is so annoying. over-exaggerated. It was so annoying. So annoying. Chris, really? Yes. Chris Evans had the best line. <laughs> he had the best line when he said, what is what? it, CSI KFC? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he said that, I literally paused the movie and I couldn't stop laughing because it was so annoying. I couldn't. I'm sorry, guys. I know you guys, you were just praising it. It was good, but it just stunk so bad. I- 
I liked it because it was just so ridiculous. Way over the top. Yeah, I liked and it. It's it's so it's so over the and top. But I, I liked, I liked the, it for that reason. The dialogue matched with what he was saying too. Like he had yeah, that. And uh, you're like, this is James Bond talking like that. Like, what the? Heck? I know it's not James James Bond movie, but I'm just saying, like, it just was annoying. So annoying. Go ahead, guys. Sorry. No, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't wait. I've been waiting. How long have you been doing this? Let's see. Uh, thirty-three minutes. I've been waiting thirty-three minutes just for me to just just so I can say so horrible. Oh, so annoying. Oh, what's going on? So hate it, love it. No, just the accent. Um, he did everything good, but the accent just really bugged the hell out of me. Just I couldn't get over it. Okay, I'm good. Let's go. No, I loved it. <laughs> you got it yeah, out of your system, out, man. I've been holding that since I watched it. You know how I am, guys. We do the reviews. We see each other, and I'm like, I'll wait to the show. I'll wait no, to the I show. Just... I'll wait to the show. And I couldn't stand that accent. Oh, so you you over the top. be. You got to be honest. I'm being honest. During these reviews. <sighs> okay. Um, so everyone does a great job in this film. And I think that's one of the things that makes this this movie enjoyable is that uh, no matter which character or actor is on the screen, um, you're getting a good performance. They're weird characters. This is a dysfunctional family. Um and looking for the payday it, it, yeah they're they're just trying to get some money now that their rich father is dead and you learn everyone's motive uh spoiler uh marta cabrera receives everything in the will and the family just goes ancient. <laughs> <laughs> it's no other way to put it it's true because, it's, yeah oh, man. because each one of them was working to get something out of their dad and in the end they received nothing and um they're not even concerned about who who murdered their father they want this investigation that daniel craig's character is conducting to be over they want to move past it they just want you know whatever the will says and um you know, they're very disappointed when they find out that they were left nothing. And so then they go after uh, Marta. And there's a lot of other things that ensure. But um, yeah, it's a it's it's an interesting story because it's more than that. It's more than just this family just trying to get the will. It's like uh, Marta, she's trying to cover up her tracks throughout the film while this investigation is being conducted because she does have some part in this guy's death. Um, and unwillingly, unwillingly, to, unwillingly. Yeah. And she's she trying believe, to cover up her she track. Believes that she yeah. Is, yeah. So yeah, that's the twist and turns. So it's, yeah, it was good in that sense. Uh, I thought it was really good in that sense where it just, uh, you had to literally wait till the end until it all came out. Until did it you, all comes out. Did you guys notice that Harlan played games with uh, most of the characters? Yes. Uh, with all of which them. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he uh, he played... Well, I don't know what game that he was playing with the black and white, um, I guess, chest little pieces, circle pieces, with uh, Ransom and Marta. He yeah, played... I've never seen that game before. I thought it was like Chinese checkers or something like that. that. 
wasn't it? That's what I thought at first too, but it wasn't. And then with Chris Evans as it well. Isn't... I mean, he yeah, he played with Chris Evans. He uh, he played like some spy game with Jamie Lee Curtis with the letters. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, I think with Michael Shannon, he was trying to get him to write books or something like that. Because he, I feel bad for Michael Shannon's character. I know. <laughs> what the funniest He's thing about the Michael boy. Shannon character is when, <laughs> in the beginning, when he says, when he says, "Oh, that's my wife. She's my rock," and then she's like terrified. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, look at her, and she like she starts shaking. Oh. Yeah, she's like a chihuahua. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he was with the uh, he's the one that had the son, right? He was, yeah. <laughs> His troll son. His son says one of my favorite. Oh, lines Carlos, drop it, drop it. I love it. <laughs> you gotta set up, you know, you, you know got, what I'm you talking set up about. The scene, though. So when they find out that uh, Marta received everything in the will. Um, She's obviously very overwhelmed because the family is going after her and they're saying all these things and they're yelling at her. And on the way out, um, Michael Shannon, his uh, his character's son, shouts out, you're nothing but an anchor baby. No, he says, dirty anchor baby. <laughs> he's, oh, he's, he's, oh, that's what it is. You're a dirty anchor, anchor baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. i couldn't stop laughing when he said that oh so you're out the movie and then uh tony collette's daughter she's like this sjw uh even chris evans comes in the room and he says how's that sjw uh degree coming along (laughs) it's it's constant back and it's constant bickering between the families like everybody knows each other's and i i thought that was funny because it's like one cousin is an sjw and the other one was like a right wing troll he yeah, was like so, 12 years old. He just gets up out of his chair and he's like, Dirty anchor, baby! Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh my goodness. And the, and the funny part is, you see him throughout the movie, he's just constantly on his phone, just, I, I'm assuming just trolling, but he's like, his head is buried on his phone and it's just so funny. Yeah. Every scene, he's like watching his phone, watching his phone. It's just, oh, it's just so funny. Now the movie had some good comedy. You know what I what what I really liked about the, uh, the we never know where she's really from. Yeah, because they say, they, well, yeah, she's they like say she's, countries, right? it was like she's from Ecuador. Like Ecuador she's from Ecuador. The guy calls her. You're you're from Paraguay. <laughs> you're from Uruguay. And then Chris Evans like, you're freaking Brazilian nurse. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep saying all these different oh, they, don't even, they don't even know or care oh my goodness oh, that was funny that it was good <clears throat> i like um there's a scene where don johnson's getting interrogated and he's like yeah you know like marta's like just one of the family and it, it cuts to like them being like really friendly with her and then later in the movie they show that scene and it plays out and like they're not very friendly with her and they kind of treat her like she's just like she's actually she's a nurse but they treat her like she's yeah. a maid like, take this oh yeah don don johnson does that don johnson's like yeah. came from uruguay you know well, how did you do it right they have an immigration talk. you know and then he, he just starts handing her the plate 
<laughs> oh my goodness, that was funny. That was, jeez. Uh, they're like, come, and she's like looking at them, and, and like they're all inviting her to come, and she's just like, mm-hmm. leave me out. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. So yeah, so some of the <clears throat> some of that was very hilarious. I just, I don't know. That was good. Good comedy. Yeah, it's it's great writing, good comedy, um, well acted. Um, the direction of the film plays out really well. Um, if you like mystery stories, um, plays out very very well. It's not like a, a you know a typical uh, mystery film or mystery story. Um, there is a lot of twists and turns that are, I guess, unconventional to to the mystery stereotype. Um, you think that, you know, you understand the story one way up until like literally the last couple of minutes of the movie. Um, and that reveal is, is really great. There's, it's kind of like, um, Benoit Blanc kind of gives his like final closing statement. And that's like, that's where everything gets laid out. Don't even, don't even disappoint me um, when it, they were reading the will. I was kind of mm-hmm. bummed out. He didn't say it in like a. Yoda voice that would have been really funny. <laughs> I was gonna say Frank Oz does play the attorney who does the voice of Yoda. Broke yes. you are. Yeah. <laughs> what else has Frank Oz done? Jeez. Frank Oz. What has, hasn't he done? He's like the Tom Hanks of the voices. The Muppets. Yeah, he does Fozzie Bear and Miss Piggy. Jeez. Yoda. He does both. He does, yeah, he, he does, does have the cast, man. He's—I don't know how he does it. Oh, uh, his list. Is I guess I know. He has a lot of his list is long well. distinguished. Well, he—he's also the voice of Grover Burt in the Cookie Monster. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I don't have, I don't have this guy has made a living just playing. <laughs> I eat cookies. This guy has made a living just doing Isn't puppet voices. I mean, for the longest yeah. time too. I mean, think about it. I mean. Sesame Street. I mean, geez, since the seventies. <clears throat> yeah. So, he was. Uh, he was even. A, he was. A, he was in Trading Places too. He's a corrupt cop. Funny. That movie keeps coming up. Um. Another character that was funny was uh, the grandmother. Uh, Granada. Granada. Yeah, that was her name. What's her uh, name in real life? It's. It's great, Nana Juanetta. <laughs> they put it together, though, George. Come on, why would they do that? But it is great, Nana Juanetta. It's great, Nana. <laughs> it was Granada. Remember that one? Yeah, remember that time? <laughs> uh, yeah. yes, great, Nana. Yeah, she was good. Her three I lines. Like she they don't. Good. Yeah, she's got like yeah three lines in the movie. And no one knows line. her age. She's super old. Um, I don't know why I thought it was so funny. There's a a scene where Michael Shannon is asking her if she wants to eat, and he's just like screaming in her <laughs> face. He's like, he's like, "Do you want to eat?" He's just screaming at her. Uh, <laughs> um, I still forgot about her name. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if that's her real name or what, but man. K. Callan is her name. Literally, just the letter K. Um, just the letter K. All right. 
And Christopher Plummer was good too. Um, he was really good. I yeah, admit, he was really good. Plummer is old school. Yeah. yeah. What do you know, old school Chris Plummer from? Wasn't he in the uh, that one movie? <laughs> the one, with the, the one with the Nazis. Yes, he was in a lot of movies. Yeah, I remember him from The Sound of Music. Well, he's in a beautiful, beautiful mind. mind. Yes, he was in a beautiful mind. What else? He stepped in for Kevin Spacey when Kevin oh, Spacey. That's, that's right. Yeah. Um, What's that? All the money in the world. Yep. Was in the National yeah. Treasure, Dracula 2000. <laughs> <laughs> he played a. Uh, he was in a movie that I really liked. I'm trying. Anyways, let's see the silent. Part. Yeah, he was thanks for the Darius. Is an Alexander. <clears throat> he was a Malcolm X. Look at that. Huh? What did you know? Did you know that? Who did he play in Malcolm X? He played uh, Chaplin Gill. He was a, remember Chaplin hmm. Gill? No. <laughs> I probably fell asleep during that time. I, I must have missed that history lesson. Oh, jeez. Do you remember uh, Alexander with uh, Colin... Angelina Jolie and uh, Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell, right? Oliver Stone, oh, true, yeah. epic movie. Yeah, well, Colin Farrell had blonde hair. I guess. Thanks for the yeah. Thanks for the silent air, guys. Thanks. That's, that's... <laughs> Colin Farrell had blonde hair. Yes. For, for this movie, yeah. Yeah. Alexander. Ah, well, where are we? Let's see. I think it's uh, I think it's time to review this movie. He seems like he's a guy in the movie, movie, every movie that's out there where he's not the actual main character, but he's always um, you see him and you're like, you're thinking of Michael. Is Kane. it Michael Caine? Michael Caine. No. Anyway, the Lamborghini then. Sorry. Fill the air, guys. Come on. Hello, I'm Hello, I'm Michael Caine. This is an egg, egg scramble of yeah. episode. Uh, <laughs> I killed it with Christopher Plummer. Now we know. Now we know. As no, soon as they bring up Christopher Plummer, it's dead air. I think once we brought up LL Cool J, it was just off the rails. <laughs> Licking lips, Cool J. <clears throat> This is the RL stands for. Lives cool day. It's okay. It's okay, Carlos. All right, George, you want to sell it? Just make the commercials. Right. You'll be good. Wayfair <laughs> for all your cabinet needs <laughs> and furniture needs for your bedroom or and furniture needs. Anyways, from the Charlotte couch to the Anthony cabinet. Oh, um, you will be sure to entertain any guest. discount if you put Epson on the box or Epstein. Whether it's former presidents of the code. or current presidents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. We got it. Oh, yeah. 
You might have to put a explicit tag on this episode. Oh, Maybe. You guys still really want to hear the Mystic Ripper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, man. Sorry, guys. Go ahead, George. Uh, Carlos, you were saying. Yeah. You were asking George. Uh, George, uh, we're going to start with your rating and your final review. Uh, I'm going to give it an eight. Um, I thought it was great all around. Cast was great. Um, uh, I have a couple scenes uh, that I like. Uh, well, first, confession, I am a sucker for the big reveal of mystery movies at the very end when they explain mm-hmm. everything that happened just because it makes me think back on what the characters did in those scenes or what I thought they did in those scenes versus what was actually going on. Uh, do, you, you know. do you have a um, a favorite movie that doesn't? I mean, the only thing I could think of right now is, uh, like we spoke before, was uh, Usual Suspects. Uh, okay. I mean, I, th- I thought, you know, Kevin Spacey did a great job. That limp uh, at the end? The limp, yeah, the limp was cool. The limp, just the whole uh, when he's looking around the uh, looking around the room, you know, the guy's drinking his coffee, he's looking at the bottom of the coffee cup, he's just making this stuff up as he goes. I'm trying to Um, think what's another one. The sixth sense, I guess, would be another one. The sixth sense was cool, yeah. Uh, and I like the, those reveals in heist movies as well. Because it's kind of mm-hmm. the same. They're not really mysteries, but you kind of don't know how they got it done. They always look like they mess yeah. up in all the heist movies, but they never mess up. So, You know what heist movie I'm still confused about on how they pulled it off? Ocean's Eleven. There's, I don't know. There's just, for some reason, I just can't Which piece part? it together. But... The first one they were they built another vault and recorded which is being what's what's being streamed to them yes and then they go in as the SWAT team okay and then they they take the cash yes oh. yes I felt like there's a little bit more to it than that for some reason I don't know why I thought that but maybe I'm wrong yeah. um so, so you gave it a solid eight. A solid eight. My man okay. gives solid scores all the time, man. Solid scores. He's not. He's not into the decimal system. I was going to ask Enrique how he how he gets how he arrives at these decimal points. I'm gonna. I got a decimal. I got your, de- I got your decimal right here. Um. So are you asking me what I think, or what's my rating, or what's going on? Yeah, well, what's, what's your rating, and how did you how did you get to that decimal? It's a weird case from the start. God dang that accent! Uh, uh, I gave it a seven point five. I thought it was a good movie, but that accent was just killing me, man. My goodness, it was killing me. I suspect foul play. It was like that office episode. I I do think it was a murder. That's all I kept thinking. I think that's what was throwing me off because all I kept was thinking was uh, Ed Helms and uh, and yeah. Steve Carell doing the southern accent. It's more of like a molasses kind of <laughs> down your mouth. 
Damn it, Carlos! <laughs> I, I have it right here on my on my YouTube. I was watching that. I was watching the stupid the office. So, oh, that's one of yes, my favorite. But episodes. that was what I kept reminding me of, and it just that's why I'm like, I just was like, oh. I, know. I wanted Daniel Craig to say "Voodoo Mama Juju." <laughs> I say I do. I do think there was a murder. Um. So that's maybe that's what was bugging me about it, and plus it was Daniel Craig. Like I couldn't imagine Daniel Craig doing this. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a southern movie. I mean, uh, it was just, uh, I think just after watching Logan Lucky, I think Daniel Craig can pull these really? off. Yeah, he can pull off. You got to watch Logan Lucky. Ridiculous. Yeah, the game is afoot, <laughs> and uh, Watson. Uh, so I give it a 7.5 because it was a good movie. It was a solid movie. Uh, would I watch it again? Mm, probably not. Uh, I like Lakeith. I thought he did a really good job just being himself. He's a really good actor, man. George, thanks. That's, yeah. He's a good actor, man. You recommended him. He's a good actor. But uh, Chris Evans by far was my favorite actor of the whole movie because he was like a jerk, like I said. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he is, he is a jerk. Jerk to jerk. I like the scene where he tells everyone to pretty yeah. much have off. <laughs> he's just smiling. Yeah. He's just, just like he knew he was yeah. going to get squat. And he probably, he, you know, he, I don't want to spoil it, but you'll see. But yeah, his character is really good. Uh, and he's a jerk, jerk to jerk. Hey. He has a, he has a good line when he says, uh, I'm sick of your southern draw, foghorn, leghorn. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I'm telling you, that oh, accent oh, it was killing me, man. Oh, but anyways, seven point five, solid seven point five. It's good. It's good. Um, I was a little bit more generous. I gave it an eight point five. Jeez, Carlos, yeah. are you serious? Wow. Yeah. Um, it was a clever movie. I think it's it's very rare that we get movies like this that are original um it's entertaining in the sense that you know it's like it's a it's a mystery so that has your attention and it's funny it's got a good cast of people um they're all very weird characters and the way the story unfolds and the way it's told and the way it's edited is very clever as well um i, re- I really enjoyed this movie we, i we saw this movie brought- we never brought up the time, though. It's the runtime? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a two-hour movie. I, I mean, thought, I um, personally, I thought it was a... Like, I watched half of it, and I'm like, geez, there's another hour to go? Like, I... Yeah. Um, personally, I thought it was too long, but it... Um, I think that also goes back to what I was saying about how um, the story format kind of changes. So it's like, once you find out, like, what happened, like, halfway through the film... Then like all these other it the this it just changes. <laughs> Dom, hold on, Dom Toretto just showed up right now. Sorry about that. <laughs> hear it or not? <laughs> I, I didn't hear anything. Uh, I didn't have a problem with the runtime. No, I didn't either. Yeah, I think I two thought, hours is pretty standard for a movie nowadays. Yeah, I think it's pretty standard. I think, well, I think what happened to me was once it started unraveling, it it to me it like took forever, and that was halfway yeah. through. Because uh, I remember pausing it, and I was just like, "Geez, another hour! All right, whatever." I'm already an hour in, you know. But yeah. um, so to me, I I did notice the hour or the uh, <clears throat> the time length on that. So we have averaged about an eight. 
pretty solid. It is. It's a, it's a really good movie. Yeah. Hey, besides the CSI KFC, what was your favorite line? The Dirty Anchor Baby. <laughs> <laughs> or when he says, I mean, any line from Chris Evans, that movie, it was the funniest thing. Like, you know, how's that, you know, SJW degree coming along? <laughs> yeah. Chris Evans was good. He was yeah, good. I, I, you know, he kept it real. So, you know, that I mean, just a, just the quick smirks that he did, the smart ass lines he did was what got me. I uh, I like the Daniel Craig line at the very end of the movie when he tells the girl, which I think sums up the whole movie, uh, really nicely. When he tells her, he tells her, "Look, you know, you didn't play the game. The like you played the game, but you didn't play it Harlan's way. You played it your way." And you still won. Uh, which kind of sums up the movie where Harlan wanted her to do all this, you know, craziness, you know, climbing the thing and, you know, doing all this craziness. Uh, I don't want to tell too much, but, you know, she didn't really want to do it, but she did it for him. Uh, and then she just ended up, you know, kind of winning anyway. Uh, without doing, without going his route. Yeah, because she easily could have gotten caught and just been framed for the murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She put she puts up a fight. She puts up a fight. So there is going to be a sequel to this movie. Um, I don't know if there's a lot of information about that out. Um, I would imagine it just ties in Benoit Blanc into a different crime. Um. So Daniel Craig is returning, unfortunately, Enrique. Um, Hopefully he goes on Because I want to hear more of that southern drawl. (laughs) Hopefully he goes down south. I was, hopefully. I was uh, telling George, it's like um, exactly the same as Kevin Spacey's accent in House of Cards. And it's like kind of weird, like how similar it is. Um, it's just his name too, Ben Benoit Blanc. Yeah, uh, it's very southern, very southern. Is it? Really? Yeah. Um, looking yeah, at the what, what's Kevin Spacey's name in the show? Frank Underwood, who okay. is from Georgia. But there's, I feel like there's a character that's because he says uh, there's a character in that show that has like a what's the barbecue guy's name? In uh, what show are we talking about? Uh, uh, House of Cards. House oh, of Cards. Character's name. Is it one? Of, it sounds whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, continue. Sorry. Well, he does. Remember, he, uh, Kevin Spacey does have a good Southern Night. Remember, uh, Time to Kill. He does. Plays Georgia. Yes. Your movie record. Uh, Isn't that yes. good? That, no? Yes. Yes. Or are you just like that I one just, line? I just, I just remember Sam Jackson, man. I, <laughs> Sam Jackson and uh, <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. What was that line? Um, I wonder. Oh, you don't remember the line? No, I'm seeing. Nothing's nothing's ringing a bell. <laughs> yeah, they deserve to die. I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> oh yes, that's the line. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the one. But yeah, he plays a lawyer from from Georgia, and then he has a little southern draw as well. You think Matthew McConaughey has a good southern draw? I keep thinking Benoit Balls for some odd reason, but 
Whatever. Don't look that up, guys, please. Don't. Benoit Blanc. Benoit Blanc. Like Benoit Blancos. Oh, that's what Kevin Spacey was the promo code for our Wayfarer discount. That's what it was. God dang it, Carlos. (laughs) Yeah. Say 50%. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so 50% off your first cabinet purchase. Your first child, I mean, cabinet purchase. (laughs) Jeez. Use promo code Kevin Spacey. Say 50% if you get the five drawer one. Five oh. kids in there. I meant five drawers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. God. How long is this episode going to go? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thankfully, time, Enrique, right? this is the end. This is it. <laughs> I have some online shopping to do. Oh, so. Geez. <laughs> uh. So I think this about does it for episode 11. Well, uh, until next week. Yes, go ahead. Oh, Carlos, how, how can I forget? How can we forget? How can I forget? Uh, catch us on Instagram at uh, no names dot podcasts. Uh, check us out on Twitter at no names underscore podcasts. We are on Facebook as well, um, or email us at no names podcast at yahoo you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Playlists. Um, is it Google Playlist? Google, Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Yeah. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts, as well as Anchor. Um, be sure to like and subscribe. Tell your friends. And um, thank you again for joining us here um, for our 11th episode. Hopefully, there's, um, a is there anything else? there's too much information. Hopefully, there's too much information on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we hope we'll be back for number 12. Yeah. <laughs> watch. Uh, I think the FBI is at my door. Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah. So thanks a lot, Carlos, for producing and editing this episode. Anytime. Special shout out Thank to you guys. Gio the Rican for the intro music. Yep. Love it. Gio the Rican. Keep it up. Anything else, Carlos? Um, thank you. Thank you, Enrique, for your input. Thank you, George, for your input. Oh, thank you um, for your input. Yeah, I'm inputting in this. God, this this is oh, really good. All right, all right. Inputs and promos. Good night. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Till next week. Thank you.